how can I be mentally tough to just have my blinders on and go, cares what Dan's doing? Who cares what Karen's doing? I don't know what their real numbers are. I'm not going to keep flip-flopping every single week. And how can I stay with one thing instead of every single week if something doesn't work? Changing, 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 sticking with one thing and seeing it through and not worrying about, oh, it looks like Dan did better. I need to follow his code. Like, you know, if you're following something online that someone put out and it's the same exact script, the same exact method, you're probably too late. And now for something a little different. I'm success coach and serial entrepreneur, Carla White, and I'm on a mission to wake the shift out of you. Filled with honesty and humor, this show is designed to lower your stress, increase your income, build your relationships, and make your journey a lot more fun. Welcome to Radical Shift. Welcome back, Radical Shifters. I'm your host, your friend, your biggest fan, Carla White. And as always, thank you so much for tuning in and letting me be a part of your journey. Now, in that intro, who was that? That was Mr. David Carlin. David and his wife, Patricia, have dominated the e-commerce payment processing space for two decades, 20 years. And this guy barely graduated high school, flunked out of college or left college, and has a ton of wisdom, incredible amount of wisdom. So this conversation starts out with us chatting about his business, the usual hoopla, and it shifted really quick into some powerful mindset stuff that honestly, I wish I would have had somebody sit down and tell me this stuff, gosh, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, it would have saved me a lot of time. So without further ado, let's listen in on this really, really amazing conversation and be sure to listen to the end because there's some doozies. All right, let's get to it. You know, maybe saving 10 grand, that might be like, damn, I had no money in the bank. I actually have 10 grand Mm -hmm. right now. Okay. Well, if you bet on the wrong person or the wrong company, that could literally, not only could you lose that, it could maybe destroy your whole entire company. One action could take you completely down. So I have eyes and ears you don't have. What do I mean by that? By us being in this industry for so long, I get to see everyone's processing statements. I get to see everyone's bank accounts. Now, I don't divulge that information ever to clients, but every time I see a client's processing go up, bank accounts with a lot of money or what have you, I go, "Uh, can you tell me how, (laughs) what are you doing? Right to pick their brain. So it doesn't, I'm not the smartest person in the room. I'm the person that's been able to pick thousands of brains and they have told me, oh, I use this marketing company. Oh, I use this. Oh, this is how I did it. And I'm just ching, 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 right? Because when someone tells you online that they're killing it or has a great social media of them laying across the land or whatever, right? mm-hmm. I that BS, they're not showing you their bank accounts, right? And they're not showing you what's really working. I and privy and where my wife and I are fortunate enough to actually see the hard facts. So we have a vested interest to be like, yeah, Dave, I would like a marketing company. Okay. Well, what type? Because not all are the same. What is your goal? And what, what, are, what is your objectives of hiring this company for X, Y, and Z? By us connecting you nine times out of 10, I, it's not about me making a, a referral fee from connecting to a marketing company. If I can put money in your pocket, then we can take and put towards some kind of allocated marketing or what have you. And now let's say you were doing $100,000 in sales. I've earned that trust. 
Now I connect you with a marketing company. They took you from 100,000 to 400,000. Not only are you saving and making more, I'm making more money. And then in turn, you're going to be able to scale your company and then surpass your competition, which is going to, is going to ensure that you're going to be around for a long time. You know, I don't need to work with everybody in the world. That's kind of the view. Like I, like it's like, I hold the cards here, right? So I'm looking to work with people that can see the value in it and we can have a relationship where we both can benefit, right? And that's where it's like, if some people are like, I don't know, Dave, I don't see it. I'm like, okay, call us when you do. We're here, you know, where we're at. Like we're very laid. I don't know if it's because, you know, we're in a situation now where life is pretty good. You know, we're I'm pretty set. I'm pretty good. So I don't know if it's more of a laid back atmosphere that way, but it's like, I want to work with people that, you know, the, that want to work with us. And everyone's like, well, the art of the sale, the art of the sale, no one wants to be sold. Right. Mm -hmm. And if someone's on the phone with me, like, I don't know, Dave, I'm like, well, tell me what it is. They might be like, it's your face. You're like nothing I can do about that, you know, or whatever, <laughs> whatever. Like, it, but see, what I what we just did there, and I didn't intentionally do it, is I made a post the other day is getting people to, to smile is what you should be worried about more as getting them to be closed. Because if you keep trying to sell them without worrying about getting them to smile, no relationship has been built. And that's kind of where you're just you're over here and either some company or some person sets you up and there's just money flowing around here. I'm over here just seeing if we can get together and the money can then flow through us. That, mm -hmm. That's it. And if we can't, Cool. If we can't help you, hey, anyone else you know we can, great. Like, I don't want you to feel uncomfortable about doing anything. So that's why we take it slow. We show you the savings. We show you how it's going to work. And then you tell us when it works for you. And then after it works for you, then you say, would you also like to make extra residual income outside of your own business? And then take it from there. So if you're making, let's say, two grand a month online, then this isn't for you. Like stick with Stripe, stick with PayPal, Venmo. Well, no, you could. Um, you're not going to save a ton, you know, because yeah. there's, there's only so much. But there's two reasons why business owners come to us outside of their own business, right? People switch their own accounts because it's just why it's a no brainer, right? But then there's two things that happen for business owners. Number one, if they have a smaller business, they have time for another one, or they just didn't get that one off the ground. So they're always looking for something else to what have you. Or there's people who have successful businesses. Actually, let's backtrack. The other one, I had a guy the other day, uh, very successful, owns a restaurant, going to be passing it off to his kids in four years. And he's like, well, I'm going to be passing it off. I'm pretty good, but I want a second income still coming in. So that's why he's doing this. Now, we have a lot of clients who are very successful, marketing companies, consultants, CPAs, the list goes on. They're like, yeah, I got 10,000 clients. I'm just going to add this and we'll show you how to add this as a value add into your existing offer. We'll either put it into your existing offer or whatever you're offering your clients. If you're people that speak on stages or come or virtual events, we also can do JVs where we'll come to your events, speak to your audience, broker a deal with you beforehand. Everyone will win in that audience. Um, there's all different things, but the great news about it is it's not like I'm teaching you how to build a funnel and then showing you how to put marketing dollars behind it. And then you're taking, I'm like, no, I don't need you to do anything. Do exactly what you're doing. Let us do what we do. We'll switch the same day. And then you're off to the races. And we never, if we never have to speak again, no problem. You'll make money every single month. And you get your own dashboard where you see everything as well. So it's okay. very transparent. I want to drop the URL for because I'm sure people are wondering where the heck do I find this information? It will be in <laughs> like the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> but we haven't mentioned your site. So where do, where do people go to to learn about this? Just residualpayments.com, residualpayments.com, okay. uh, or 
links on our Instagram at meet the Carlins, meet the Carlins. C-A-R-L-I-N-S. Yeah. Yeah. So meet the Carlins, uh, com, residual payments.com. Meet the Carlins on Instagram. Meet the Carlins on Instagram. Oh, on Instagram. Uh, Sorry. Yeah. Mess that one up. Okay. Meet the Carlins on Instagram or residualpayments.com. That's where you go. Okay. So uh, it sounds really amazing, but I know you didn't start off on third base and get a home run, right? That's like you, you had to work up to where you're at right now. So I'd love to hear how you got here. And uh, what got you to this place to begin with? Um, I mean, honestly, it's been, it's only been, you know, we, well, I mean, I'm very fortunate. Uh, <laughs> I married my wife, right? So she was, she was already, she, I was a killer in my, I owned a bike company when I met her and we were crushing it online and offline. I've owned companies since I was, I don't know, 16, 17, 18, whatever. Like I've always just owned my own companies because it's always just been mindset. Um, you know, but my wife had already been in the industry for 13 years and had some of the biggest MLMs, Nutra, BizOp coaching clients in the world in her book of business. So 1000%, that was my leg up. But now people have mm-hmm. the leg up when they work with us, just like I had the leg up when I worked with my wife, when I met my wife, because now you have access to us and our full team. Because right. I always tell everybody, you can read everything. You can watch everything you want online. For the most part, you know, it's going to take you longer to find what you should or shouldn't learn. You're going to learn the, uh, the hard ways. But the one thing you can't Google is experience, right? That's just the one thing where, you know, I unintentionally just after hearing so many calls, like, all right, what is it? You know, and then I'm like, I'm getting rid of all this overhead, all these employees. I'm marrying you. We're joining force. <laughs> that wasn't that, but you, but that's, and then that's like we got married in the same year, moved in like two weeks. It was fast, but um, you know, it, it's mental toughness is uh, is what it is. It's also just being honest for whatever it is you want. Like if you're like, mm. I want to make money because I don't care about other people and I I don't care about giving back. I want to stunt. Well, then say it. Don't act like just like be honest with you. Or if you're like, yeah. I want to make money because I want to help people. Cool, but it it people find such a hard time online because they think they need to be professional. They need to be their LinkedIn self and where they just can't speak their truth because they're afraid what other people are going to think. And it's funny is sales stop a lot of people and business stops a lot of people because they think what other people are going to say. So they're thinking what people could potentially think. <laughs> like yep. what do you like it makes zero zero yep. zero. Yeah. They're, they're stuck in a, in a, a loop. Uh, this yeah. is what they're going to think. So this is what I'm going to say. And they can't break from that. Is and that what you- It's not. Yeah. It's, it's just, you know, it's kind of goes like an example of like social media. Like everyone's so worried about putting something out that is going to make them, it's going to work. Well, why not create something that you love making? And if you post it and it goes viral or you get business from it, you won twice, but at least enjoy the process of whatever you're, you're doing. And, you know, being able to say, which I've said on other podcasts is the reason, like, I guess for my mania or what have you of work is seven days a week is I'm so insecure about what other people think about me that I need to have, like, I need to have a bigger plane than that person. I need to have this, like, I need to wear a diamond chain. I need to have a fancy car because I love when people stare at me. I love that. And there's nothing wrong, but I can say that when other people would never, ever say that, right? They're like, nah, I bought it. So like, no, you bought it because you like people looking at you, but there's nothing wrong with that. You've just been trained. <laughs> That you need to be humble. F being humble 
don't wait in line for other people to validate that you're successful because you're going to be waiting your whole entire life. So sometimes, you know, people need to stop trying to wait for other people to validate that they're doing good. They have to be able to be that voice. If you think about your favorite people on social media or in the movies are usually the most animated characters. Why? Because if you're going to sound and think like everybody else, you're going to, you're going to be drowned out in the pack. If you're going to be different, it may be bad. It may go the complete opposite way you thought, but that's going to be the true test of how mentally tough are you to keep on going? Because you thought you were going to crush it in two months. You're three years in. Do you have the grit to keep on going? Well, isn't that what entrepreneurship is all about? Because like, even when you arrive, like you hit that million, that's peanuts compared to it's other businesses, right? And so you never seem to have arrived and you never hit that day. And that's, I think the biggest wake up call is that entrepreneurship is all about growth and continuing to push yourself to that next level. Yeah. I mean, but it's, 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 I would say it's the hardest it is today because you, you see everybody else online you think is doing better than you, mm. um, you know, and for a perfect example, uh, a lot of our clients and the great clients, I see some people where I'm like, how do they do that much a month? I'm like, what am I doing wrong with my life? Like they're 20 years younger than me. Like, where did I mess up? And I have to like smack myself and go, Dave, like you have to be happy with what you have. People die to be in your position. And just because you see, you know, everyone touts online, which I love. I think it's, I'm a six figure earner. I'm a seven figure earner. How about what's your profitability? Right. Mm. You're touting seven figures a line, but you spent eight in marketing. Yep. Like, and that's why I never understand like all these venture capitalists, like, like all these things, like they, they get like, I don't know, startup uh, 5 million. Like you just keep raising money to raise more money, to hire more people, to do more sales, but there's never any profitability. Like it's just, you know, it's just such a falsehood online where it makes it so hard for people. It's not only mentally tough in your own business. Now you have to be like, Okay, but a lot of my business is online. A lot of my business is here. Mm -hmm. How can I be mentally tough to just have my blinders on and go, who cares what Dan's doing? Who cares what Karen's doing? I don't know what their real numbers are. I'm not going to keep flip-flopping every single week. And how can I stay with one thing instead of every single week if something doesn't work? Changing, 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 changing. Sticking with one thing and seeing it through and not worrying about, oh, it looks like Dan did better. I need to follow his code. Like, you know, if you're following something online, that someone put out and it's the same exact script, the same exact method, you're probably too late. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, not only that, it's not authentically you. And there's some energy caught up in there. Like people, it's called ethos and people can um, subconsciously be aware of whether you are authentic or not. And so if you're just copying what the next guy's doing they're it's going to feel off and they're going to... <laughs> Isn't that interesting? Just like yeah, you're. I'm I'm yeah. I told you it'll be two it's, seconds. It's voice commanded. Yeah, that, that, that was weird. So uh, for those of you just listening, his camera just went <laughs> off right when I said the word off. I wish I had that much powers in other areas of life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, all good stuff. I love this because you came on to uh, talk more about payment systems and here we're getting some mindset stuff, which is like, let's face it. That's the, that's the foundation is you need to have this to even 
um, deal with the systems or anything else. Yeah. I mean, but you need people around you. It's just hard. A lot of people um, may have family members who are like, you need to get back to work. Right. Mm. A lot of people may have family members like, what is it now, Dan? Like, cause you've, you failed six times. Other people may just have, they may just not have the right. They may come from situations where a lot of people around them just don't own companies, don't know success and don't have the money. Like, you know, I would implore anybody if you don't have the capital, but you have a phone, get online and just start networking online with different, just sitting and listening and talking and meeting people because, you know, that's how, you know, we're definitely intelligent in our own ways where everything we've ever done is we beat to our own drum and we innovate and just create things, um, which, you know, it's kind of hard nowadays to, to create things that have never been done before, but it's really the people we surround ourselves with. And before building residual payments, I was just, we didn't, I didn't have to care about other people, right? We only had to care about our companies and our clients and have to care about like, really like taking people from, you know, maybe never owning a company or owning a company and then showing them how to make residual income. And after, you know, we built the world's largest training company um, in a matter of a year uh, for teaching people how to make residual income off of credit cards. And, you know, we get like a hundred people a day, I guess, that we work with. And, um, you know, not everyone goes on to work with us, but hundred people just coming in and, you know, just hearing what everything's all about. And after we work closely with about 1100 people um, and from all walks of life. And it's just crazy that the two things that I see is people just need to be held accountable uh, and they just need someone to be able to fill in the holes for them. Because I see so many times people are like, well, Dave, did you see what Square did? Did you see what Stripe did? I'm like, I don't own those companies. Like, I don't care what they're doing. Like, stop distracting yourself with everything else. And, you know, it's just been interesting to, to see the mindsets where, you know, most people want the dream. They're just not willing to work for it. And it, it's fine, but you have to really have a million different things that are going well for you to really make be successful. And it might be as simple as changing your diet, changing the people you network, change what you're reading, change what you're watching, like all these different things, because it's a roller coaster. It's a roller coaster that goes up and down probably 20 times a day. Like, yes. like and you have to be prepared to just mentally be compartmentalized when things are going bad, bad, not good, good's easy, bad, whatever maybe is, and just be like, listen, I'm not gonna let this distract me. I'm gonna mm -hmm. move on and, and keep on moving forward. And um, it's hard for anybody. You know, I, I'd be lying to you if every week I don't go, why am I still working? Like I could retire tomorrow. Mm -hmm. What am I doing? And then I go, oh, but I want that big plane. Okay, fine. Back to work. Like, I snap <laughs> out of it. Like, <laughs> like I snap out of it. You got the carrot. Um, yeah, I snap out of it. But, you know, that's where it's nice to be able to have those people you can call or be around and just like, just hash stuff out because if you're by yourself doing everything mm -hmm. and you got no one else to rely on, you're setting yourself up that if you're not the men most strongest, mentally strongest person, you're, you're going to fail. I love these. So the biggest takeaway so far, you know, stop comparing yourself, put some blinders on, but surround yourself by people who understand you, who get what you're going through so that you're not so isolated. And you mentioned something about connecting with people online, like picking up your phone and just connecting. And I think this is completely underrated how important this is, like how valuable it's such a leg up. So when I was starting out, one thing I would do is anybody who helped me out, like if I did a podcast like this, if they 
tagged me on social media, whatever, I would find an address for them, write a handwritten little card thanking yeah. them that they'd get in the mail a week later. And it catapulted my relationships. And I would just send out one every single day. It took me like a stamp in five minutes, right? And uh, the value of that was insane. Yeah, people don't, the problem is people don't want to do that anymore, right? I get, mm -hmm. I posted something, um, I wish I could pull it up. I posted it the other day. I get these freaking all day long. Um, it's usually young guys uh, who, are, who are doing it. Uh, it's usually eh, some older, um, not much for women. It's usually men are the culprits of this, but I'm sure women <laughs> are the women. Um, you know, I get it all the time like, hey, Dave, I saw you're the co-founder of a couple of different companies. Mind sharing a little bit more about what you do? You oh, message yeah. me to share. Either this is a bot message or it's actually handwritten. Either way, absolutely yes. horrendous. Like, you want me to do work to explain it. Like, you couldn't even take the time. And that's mm -hmm. where what you were just saying is like, no one wants to take the time anymore. And I, I scream about it all the time to people is, you know, stop thinking so short term. Stop thinking, yes. well, if I can message 1 million people, well, if 1% of those people I get, I'll be the rich. Oh, God, shut up. Like, first of all, <laughs> You know, you're not building a relationship and business is built on relationships. Now, if you want to be a number and a salesperson and you get a bonus and you don't care about long term, by all mm -hmm. means, spam that yeah. spam away. But if you're a business owner and you want to think more long term, which you need to, you know, think about building that relationship first and then letting them ask you when they're ready to move forward. But take that time to research somebody online, to say something, to engage with them, to maybe engage and give something and expect nothing in return. You shouldn't go, well, I sent you a letter. Um, you, you haven't emailed me back yet. <laughs> You're busy, right? Yeah. Don't expect anything. Just the more your name can pop up and the more you can be remembered and the more that you can give, I guarantee you a year from today or six months from today, when someone brings up something, they go, oh, I... I remember this one. I remember this guy. Um, they, let me let me connect to you. That will be the right time for them. And that is really what it's. It's a power in numbers. And that's where for us, for all our referral partners is some people day one, some people two months later, some people six, some people a year later. But it's, if you're constantly adding um, and going after new people strategically, um, then you're always going to be having your pipeline full. So it's, you're not relying on just hoping that one person switches over. So I would tell everybody is, Take the time. Don't go in for the hard sell. Do the handwritten notes if you want, or do the the, the actual real messages online mm -hmm. to people. And you know, if if you're coming up and you know you got to pay your dues, offer something for free for somebody and not asking for something in return. Go offer them something first. Then just hey, been following you forever. Love you, killing it. Um, I own a company. If you connect me then we'll both become rich. Like why should they, when they're at a different point in life and you have to go backwards to help you, it should be the opposite. So true. And there's something that you, like one phrase that you use that I think is really essential and is your name pops up. It, when you're helping one person such as, you know, David right here, and if you're helping him, and then you help somebody else that's not even connected to Dave, but they run into each other and they, your name pops up. That street cred's going to take you way further than 1 million messages, way further. Yeah. I tell everybody, um, I did a lesson on it 
two weeks ago with everybody in our platform. And I told them, I said, every single person you meet, write down their name, their information and what they do, whether they become a client or not, you keep them and you learn about what they do. So when a conversation pops up anywhere, you got a guy, you got a girl. The biggest people who are in the biggest amount of money, probably in any industry, are the biggest connectors. Person who's got a person just a broker of everything, right? And that's where, you know, you just become that person that just got... You just, you're just a connector, right? And that's where it's going to come back tenfold to you. And, you know, that's where, you know, essentially we teach people as well when they're getting started in this industry is like, don't worry about trying to make as much money as possible in the beginning. This isn't about landing account and losing it. This is about, you know, landing account and keeping it forever. And how do mm-hmm. you do that? Well, you constantly are networking. You're constantly meeting people. You're constantly learning what they're doing because the more you can learn and the more you're learning about, which is in- interesting about this industry is you get to meet every walk of every type of business owner. The more your Rolodex gets bigger in your head of value added services, you can always be that person that essentially, if you connect them with the right marketing company or write something and it changes the course of their business, you're going to be the biggest, re- they're going to refer everyone to you for forever. You, they're, they're indebted to you. It reminds me of a uh, sell it like Sir Hart. Is that his name? The realtor? Sir Hart. Oh, Sir Yeah, Ryan Sir yeah. is a good guy. Yeah. Yeah. So he has the follow up, the follow through, and the follow back. And uh, it's three things that he says, like, you know, the follow up's pretty what most people should be doing anyway. A lot don't. Uh, the follow through is what we're talking about, where you help them out in a little bit. Like, hey, there's an article I thought you'd like, or this reminded me of you, or did you see this, right? That's just a little follow through. And then the follow back is to come back like two, three years later and still see how they're doing, even if they said no to you, like see where they're at now. And uh, there's so much business there that is overlooked simply by yeah. doing that connections. And I think that, um, there's two things to that. Uh, number one, you know, people aren't, if someone's a successful business person, they're going to read right through your texts. So don't mm. try to send some smart texts like, Hey, I just happen to be in the area. I want to like, <laughs> no, you weren't like, you know what I mean? Like see how your business is doing, like, or whatever. Like I want to say, man, I've been chasing you for two years. You tell me what I have to do. I will do anything for you to earn your business. If you need me to send a, uh, spin a sign out front, I'm there. You tell me when and where. Like, no one's probably gonna take you up on something crazy like that. They may, and I say all the give that random example all the time. But that's like, damn, this guy's willing to do anything. Like, okay, well, like, like that's different than like, hello, Mister Carl. Like, yeah, like you're not gonna, you're not gonna garner my attention. So that's where, you know, sometimes you have to ask the questions even before three years. Sometimes you have to ask the right if. You could take advantage of this. If you could do this by leveraging this, would you be open? Let them say no to your face so you can move on. So many people hold on to deals that are never going to be a deal. They're just being nice to you to get rid of you. And when it comes to high level and low level language, you know, if it's, I want to earn your business because I've been in this business for 10 years and I make millions and all our payments companies this big, and then you can have this. And by accessing, you know, by I, 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 well, I'm the hero. They don't want me to be the hero. They want to be the hero. So if I switch it and go, you will be able to leverage by our payments companies, and then you will be able to put money back back in your pocket by X, Y, and Z. How does that sound for you? It's like, okay, well, now I'm switching it to them. And, they, and if they're, let them say, I love my system. You seem like a great guy. 
but I'm never going to move forward. Glad I asked. Let me move on. So, like, there's what? 33 million small businesses in the U.S. So if you're B2B or if you're B2C, even bigger pool, obviously, because people, more businesses, obviously, do the math. Um, you don't need to work with everybody. And that's where people think, like, they hold on to these big, big accounts and they waste a year of their life chasing a big account, never go after the small ones. Like, just go, just the more people know your name, you should wake up every single day and go, who doesn't know I exist today? Who doesn't know what I own today? Every single day I'm going to wake up and five new people are, I'm going to, I'm going to make sure five new people know my name. That's how you win. And I'm sorry to tell anybody online, you know, 0.0001% of people get lucky. I don't believe in luck. I believe in strategic hard work. Whatever you think it's going to take your company to, to get to where you think you're going to be, re-exit. Because it, it, it takes a lot of work to be successful. It really does. Now, if you don't want to be successful, cool. If you just want to get by, no problem. But don't let people fake online outside of becoming a crypto millionaire or whatever. That does happen, obviously, but not to everybody. Is You see people online killing it, but you're not looking up the 10 years they did to get to where they and that's where nobody wants to do. No one wants to do any work anymore. Lace up your shoes, get off your ass and go freaking shake some hands. Stop hiding online. So good. So true. Because like it could be a contract that's in your backyard or, you know, two doors down because you're getting out there and making these relationships. So uh, five people a day. Love it. I'm going to set that goal today. Um might not, I'm going to double it. Cause that's just the way I am. Why not? and yeah, why not? Right. Like, and, and do it organically, you know, it's easy enough to do it with ads. Right. But, uh, organically, um, and also I, I want to ask you because you're, you're, you're dropping so much goodness. What are some of the life-changing books that you read then that have instilled these beliefs or is it street cred? That is I'm definitely, I'm not, it's funny. Everyone makes fun of me. I'm definitely not hood, but I definitely have like street of like Philly type. Like, I'm not from yeah. outside Philly, but like, I'm definitely, I'm, I'm, I'm a little rough around the edges when it comes to like, I'm very, I'm a very laid back guy, obviously, but I'm very direct, right? My yeah. wife is more laid back than myself. So yeah, I mean, honestly, I have three books here. I've read a couple pages on each or no, I've read a little bit more. I've never read a full book in my life. Um, <gasps> No I way. You listen so to them? Re- no, 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 no. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't do that. Um, so one's on mental toughness, one's on managing people, and one's um, fuck being humble. Um, and, and you're three pages into each. Yeah, I, I, but they're here. I look at it. I, I read a little bit of them. I just Osmosis. <laughs> like, I'm... I'm, you know, I'm the guy with two cell phones in each ear running the multiple companies, pacing around the house 16 hour days, seven days a week. Like, that's me. Like, let's go, 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 go. Right. Like, I don't, I, if I'm going to take time off, I'm going to go, oh, which I don't, but I'm going to go golfing or something. And I'm going to go play the fastest round of my life and do business at the same time. And, you know, I'm just overabundant. So I'm not, I've never been one, barely graduated high school, kicked out of college in a couple months. Um, it wasn't free. I own a company that anyway. So it's like, it's really, um, books. I would say that the, that one book that we're reading, um, F being humble is, uh, is a pretty, pretty cool. Yeah. One. I'm going to uh, get that one because, yeah. um, I had to have somebody tell me once, Carla, you're not pizza. What does and that I mean? Like, you're not going to please everybody. Not everybody's going to like uh, you. Okay. <laughs> that's my biggest do- downfall. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is yeah, I'm it's... a people pleaser, <laughs> which can be good. And, you know, 
and bad, depending on, you know, there has to be a fine line of when you have to kind of sometimes helping. That's the only thing I've, that I've had to deal with for a long time. It's really setting a line where it's kind of then F you pay me, where the more you give, the more you give to people and the cheaper you make yourself is going to be the price for them to leave you. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it took me a long time where I just always wanted to help people. I'm like, ah, you don't have to pay me or pay me later. And it's like, finally I had to be like, stop. Like it's, it's ridiculous, you know? So um, yeah, there has to be a fine line. We also have to build up, build up your value. Um, but at the same time, you know, I hate when people online are like, they can't get on a call. I'm like, I own more companies than you. We're bigger than you. You can't get on a call. And then you're telling me to book a call with your assistant when I know it's your other cell phone that you're acting like your assistant. If you're, if that pissed, if, by the way, if anyone's listening and that pissed you off, that was for you. You know who you are. Yes. Um, which, Did you catch like what Walmart. he said? I want to repeat that because it happens a lot is you, you say book a call with my assistant and the assistant is the exact same person. <laughs> yeah. And then they're like, I don't know, the next three weeks are open. I can maybe pencil you in here. I'm like, no, actually, no, I'm good. Like, yeah. or I don't work weekends. Yeah. yeah. Not, if we're going to be partners, then probably not a deal for me. No. My clients yeah. seven days a week. Business so. doesn't stop on the weekends. Yeah. You know, um, and it's just, and again, guys, uh, there's different levels to this, right? Like some people like may just be like, Hey, I just want to go surf in Bali for, for that's what I want to do. I need to get five grand extra a month. And like, I want to live in a van by the, down by the river. Cool. Like that, mm. that's <laughs> no problem whatsoever. Like that's cool. But like, you know, it's funny where people are like, can't afford where I live this, like leave New York. You know what I mean? Like, like, yeah. you, like, you're like, I want more space. Okay. It's very simple. Well, I don't know anyone there. Well, take a rip, then stop bitching about. You know, yeah. or people are like, I oh, Dave, I'm not making enough money, but you take off weekends. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You can't afford to take off weekends. Or if you can't, not going to work harder, then you got to work smarter or you have to cut bills back. There's things that you're going to have to sacrifice in the beginning if you want that really big dream life. If you're like, I just want to get by, by all means. And I always tell everybody, when you're starting whatever company you want to start, unless you have a nest egg, keep your job. And then whenever that income surpasses your job, then leave it. But, you know, there's nothing wrong with if you fail at a business either and it doesn't work out for you, that's a lesson you can take with you. And you only lost money. I know people are like, well, yeah, Dave, nice for you to say. But if you can figure out how to get money, you'll figure out how to get it again. You may have lost it, but you'll figure out how to do it again. You need to take a lesson from that. And so many people sit back and go, woe is me and sit for two years because one year of work didn't work out. And they take two year hiatus when it's like, damn, that sucked. Let me go back on and you go. <laughs> so I have a question. You kind of breeze through it and uh, then we're going to wind things up in a little bit. But um, you mentioned that you barely finished high school. Yep. Got kicked out of college. Yep. So, um, and this is kind of a personal question. You but can ask. Okay, cool. Thank you. Um, have you ever felt any time in your career not having gone to college? Um, Absolutely not. Right. You don't okay. have to even finalize you that. never you felt finalize like it. I don't measure up because, or I got to prove myself because. No. Now, um, I'm always surrounding myself with people who are better than me. Um, I'm mm. probably, but but money's not everything, right? But I'm probably the richest person that came from high school, right? Like, and they're probably all like, like they stunt on all of them. I don't know. You know, it's, I'm not really worried about that. And, and, and by the way, money's not everything, guys. If you're like, damn, this guy's a real asshole, but. <laughs> I just, I'm like uh, Anchorman. Stuff that comes to my, I say what you guys are thinking. Okay. That's where no one wants to say what they're truly thinking. Now, 
Um, I got kicked out for selling weed because uh, I was selling weed for a very long time before then. Um, and I owned a, I owned an entertainment company at that point while I was selling weed as well. Um, it wasn't for me. I was listening to these these uh, teachers, and I'm like, no offense to teachers. Um, I would never be one, but no offense to them. But you know, I would prefer if people were teaching a class like on business and being successful, well, that person should be a multimillionaire teaching them. Like, and obviously in like some of the really high end colleges, you, you do have that. Right. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, why am I listening to this guy or this yeah. girl? Like, what, like I own my own company. Like I'm fine. Like, okay. A lot of the money was for we, you know, but whatever, but I'm still, I got my own business. I got employees, <laughs> you know, I got an old system down, you know, like, uh, obviously, you know, wasn't for them. Um, <laughs> but you know, it's just, it's just, you know, if I had a kid, which we don't have kids, we have three dogs. If I had a kid and let's say college is a thing 10 years from now, I don't think it's going to be, but let's say it is. I would say, listen, college is going to cost me 300 grand. I'd much rather give you 300 grand right now. Let's be 50, 50 partners in a business. What do you got to do? What do you want to do? If, like, mm. if you're like, Hey Dave, I, I you know, dad, I, I, I actually just want to go drink for four years. At least you said it, <laughs> at least you said it. And that's what you want. Cool. But like, there's so much stuff that, you know, thank you for me, guys. Like, there's so much stuff that you're going to learn in college that you're never going to use. And really, I think the biggest thing that everybody can learn how to do, every single person, is number one, like I said in the beginning, stop worrying about reading sales books. Learn about how many count, how many times, and how quickly you can get someone to smile online or offline or hear even the inflection of their voice change on the call. That's what you should be working on. But number two, who cares about studying all these great things and just all this BS you're just going to regurgitate because we can just tell when people are just regurgitating useless nonsense is no one cares about all those things you're learning if they're never going to hear them. And if they're never going to hear them, what it means is you haven't studied internally the art of getting people to know, like, and trust you sooner. And that comes with getting people to smile sooner. So if you can study on how to disarm people and get people to know, like, and trust you sooner, then all those great intelligent things you learn about however that industry works that you learn they will be able to hear but you will always win and make more money than the person in your industry who knows more if they don't understand how to get people to know like and trust them sooner love it i love it because that is not what i expected you to say i thought you were going to say something like learn how to speak learn how to close learn how to do all these things and that that's the ticket and no, uh, no, nobody wants to be sold. Nobody wants to be sold. They no. want a relationship and they want to feel yeah. comfortable with you. And they want, and they want to make the decision on their own that they want to work with you. So the more you disarm someone. Okay. I like it. And you mentioned before, like do it in a way that isn't, I don't know, cheesy or predictable or transparent. So how do you learn this? How do you learn this fine art? So it's genuine. It's, you know, it'd be like right now too. Like, 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 so like, let's say like for you, if I like now switch you like, well, let's switch over your account right now. Right. I'd be like, Whoa, we just met like, kind of like, you know, I would say at the end or have someone follow up, like you obviously heard everything we talked about. You obviously, I'm sure you accept credit cards on, on your side. Let's just set up a call. Let's see if it's a fit. Regardless, I'll put you in a situation where at least you'll know how you're overpaying. If we can come to an agreement. Great. If not, at least you'll know how much you're overpaying. Now, I'll ask you just what day and time works for you. Like I just sent a text to a person, can't name his name, a uh, very big, very big person, celebrity. Um, and I just said, hey, what's up? Blah, 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 blah. Let me know when you're free for this week. Let's jump on a call. 
I was like, hello, Mr. Blah, blah. It was a real privilege meeting. Like, mm. you know what I mean? It's like, talk to them like you're your friend, right? And I always tell everybody you. is our people interact with business owners, right? They're a business owner, they're a business owner, but they still feel inferior when they're walking into their business or reaching out to them online because they're coming into their territory. I said the same thing is imagine if you meet somebody at a bar, you're having a conversation, 30 minutes in the conversation, that person asks what you do. Let's say you you have a regular job and, they, and then you go, what do you do? And they go, oh, I own blah, 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 blah. You go, you didn't tell me you're a business owner. And then you act weird or feel uncomfortable or start talking weird, right? So for you guys, if your friends were to come in town and ask, hey, Dave, what bars should we go to this weekend? What do you recommend? I wouldn't go, well, I would recommend this bar just got the most hoppiest beers, the most delicate touch <laughs> to your mouth. You should really enjoy it. Like, why are you turning into a robot in business, but then you talk completely different when you're around your friends? Talk to people like they're your friends and they'll become your friends. I love it. And then it. let people hate you. Let's say you're not my cup of tea. Great. At least now I know we're not going to work together. I'm going to stop chasing you. You only need to find the small percentage that like, know, like, and trust you that can relate to you, but no one can ever relate to you if they never get to actually know who you are. You know, there's something really valuable here too, because then you're doing business with people you like and enjoy. And if you've been in business for two minutes, you've had clients and kind of make you want to just quit everything. And if you talk to them like a real person, you're friends with them. You can, for the most part, avoid it. Not completely, but you should. Well, if you didn't build a friendship with somebody and they either gave you money or there's some kind of money thing transacted and there's no friendship built and then something does get messed up and you're not their friend, they're going to even be worse on you. Kind of like you mm. said, right? So that's where setting people up, especially in our industry, we're handling their money. You, you know, you want to see someone who's on a different side when the money doesn't show up the right way or something, you're going to see a different side of a person you never saw before. So the first thing that starts is making them feel comfortable building that relationship with them. And business should be fun. Business should be fun. And, you know, it's, you know, I'll be on calls with big, big companies. I'll have stains on my shirts. I'll have whatever. I Like, I haven't even showered yet today, right? I've been on call yeah. like... It's, it's, I don't know, it's a weird thing to say, but, you know, but I will, I will. But, <laughs> it's all right. But, it's mutual. Yeah. <laughs> but like other people, like, they're like, well, I have a shooting tie and everything. Like, mm -hmm. like, like, no, just, just be yourself and be confident. And if you can get people to know, like, and trust you, and maybe you don't know everything yet, maybe you're starting out in a brand new industry or something, find people who do know what they're talking about. So when they ask you questions, it's a great question. If you don't mind, I want to refer that over. I'm going to ask my partner and I'll get back to you. Like, don't always feel like you have to close. You have to close right away because if you kind of trick someone into in the closing that day, I guarantee you they may the next day call you back and go, I don't know, or this. You're, you're eventually going to be fighting with them at some point that if it's a service you're offering, especially something's going to happen down the line, one month, two months, three months, six months, where something's going to come up and they go, I never even wanted to go with you. You don't want, and then it's going to just turn into a, because yeah. reviews and the way your company stature looks online is everything today. So that's where, again, so true. starting off with a friendship. So true. I mean, your reputation lasts way longer than that sale. So it, it speaks louder. So very cool. This was awesome. Any last words before we close out the show? I mean, this was one of the favorites I've done ever. This is just really I awesome would, conversation. Oh. You say that to everyone. I know you do. You're trying to sell me. It's not working. <laughs> you, you figured it out. It's all canned. <laughs> um, the, um, 
you know, some people, all you guys need and girls need, need to uh, look in the mirror and some people need to look in the mirror that maybe you've tried multiple different companies and stop pointing fingers at other people or other businesses or it rained or it's this. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you need to look at the one barrel that's been a part of all the situations is you and not going at you and going, I'm a loser. I'm a disappointment. Not going crying in the corner going maybe like the one thing I'm really good at is I'm really good at sales, I'm horrible at profitability, meaning that I don't look at numbers. I go, I don't know, the bank accounts are going up, right? I don't look at anything. And I apologize, someone just rang the doorbell. Uh, Summer, stop, real life. Summies <laughs> is, um, you know, people need to have a hard look at themselves and see where they're, where they excel and where they don't. And wherever you don't excel, find someone who does excel on that and bring them on your team as soon as possible golden that that right there can be a life changer for a lot of people focus on what you Some can do great. yeah yeah it's so true i wish somebody would have told me this instead of going to graduate school honestly this is a conversation i wish i would have had 20 years ago so thank you <laughs> thank you very much it's still valuable i'll still use a lot of it and i'm sure my audience will too so again uh if you want to go to residualpayments.com and oh, or instagram is drop that meet again the carlins. meet the carlins meet the carlins yes yep. all right super cool thank you so much david you're a blessing and thank uh, we'll you so speak much soon. i appreciate it thank you guys for listening. Now, if you want to create a radical shift in your life, all you have to do is head over to thegratitudeapp.com and that will take you directly to the app store where you can download it and start using the gratitude app today. Now, if you're the type of person who loves to help out family and friends, be sure to share this episode. And if you ever want to reach out to me, just head on over to Instagram at Hey Carla White. I'd love to hear from you and hear your comments. Until then, keep being limitless, keep being adventurous, and keep creating radical shifts. If you're a coach, author, course creator, or host of any kind, listen up. Hero is the brand new way to increase your course consumption with private, piracy-proof podcasts. Give your customers the freedom to learn without sacrificing their productivity. Hero seamlessly interacts with all the major podcast platforms and apps, meaning less headaches and more listeners. Hero has a full suite of features, allowing creators like you to take control of their content. Get started with Hero for just $1 at Hero.fm.